The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor strength and body you are looking for in that moment when you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch simple yet substantial tobacco talent time roma craft tobacco the after show the after show the after show it's the after show everybody the show after the regular show and um today we're talking about cigar retail Bad customer service versus bad customers. And I think the bad customers are starting to win out. No. I think they're starting to win. It was, I've, I've been complaining about bad customer service for years and years, but I have been witnessing bad customers. Uh, oh, my God. They're, they're brutal. It's like having a two-year-old, and you just have to establish the jab every once in a while and put them in their place. Wow, they, they're angry and they're um, like controlling and they want it. You know, part of the problem is that the understaffing that's happening across the world right now, everybody's understaffed and you're angry when you go into a store because you're not getting ultimate customer service because they don't have enough people. So you beat on the guy that showed up for work. He's the guy that showed up. Beat on the guy that didn't go because, especially if you sit there and watch the guy, you know, I pull into the, the uh, bagel store that's next to us in yep. the Seabrook store. There's a lady with a headset on. She's doing the drive through and she's waiting on me at the same time. she got bagel sandwiches going, the coffees, things. She's by herself, and I'm watching her going. I'm like, wow. So I end up placing my order, and she says, sorry, and she ends up doing my order, and she's still got the headset. She's talking to somebody else on the other side and going like a crazy person. The next guy in line, I place my order. The next guy in line is giving her shit. <laughs> oh, my God. It's one thing giving somebody shit that's sitting there uh, with a cigarette in the, in the back of the store or something talking mm -hmm. to their friend while nobody's getting waited on, but this girl is doing three things at once. That's why I am currently over-tipping. Yeah, for the person that ends up doing it, mm -hmm. sure. Um, and when it comes to the cigar shop, I've been seeing uh, people being awful, starting trouble. Uh, they can be a good person and sit there and deal with whatever's going on, uh, or they can actually ramp it up and put salt in the wound and start trouble. And that's uh, what, I'm, what we're talking about today. Yeah, that part's not good. Yeah. Yeah, it's everybody's cranky, man, and, and you know I alluded to this on the clubhouse. It, it has to do with the lockdowns and the mask regulations, and everybody's so fed up, and everybody wants their lives to go back to normal, and they're venting in the wrong places, in my opinion. Last place you'd ever think is a cigar shop that I'd ever see it. You come here to chill out, and uh, Jonathan, you've made some dramatic moves like uh lock tv stations out yeah the news isn't on the tv station 
I don't know the, if you know that. The news was causing mm-hmm. some serious problems in the lounge. And not even it's not it's not as simple as okay, you have people on the left and people on the right and they hate each other. It's people that are on the same side of the coin arguing and debating about something that they really don't care that much about because the news has not been on for three weeks and the news has not been brought up for three weeks. No one gives a shit. Yeah. This is not the thing that we need to be arguing about in the shop. They'll argue about the weather right now. I mean, it's crazy. That's the, the next channel the, that's going. The attitude that's going on has to be has to be stopped. Um, angry customers. Stop being angry, everybody. It's time to just chill out. My God, it's... Uh, the, the only way to do it is for the individual listening right now to turn the switch. Everybody just has to turn the switch right now. Don't wait for the other guy to turn the switch because it's not happening. So what are the root causes of bad customer service? Um, you, you brought it up. We, we had this conversation on um, what uh, Clubhouse. Uh, empathy. Uh, there's no empathy. There's a lack of empathy right now. Nobody cares. Uh, and I think that there's, there's such a separation in age with the majority of the, let's call them troublemakers in the lounge, are, have been retired for more than 10 years. They really don't have a whole lot going on at home. The thing that they have going on is coming into the cigar store and they're just, they're living their life in the drama of it. Like it's a TV show and it's, it's a place a of business. It's a business. It's a place of business. Are you talking about me? No. No. Oh, actually, all right. See, that, and that goes back to me <laughs> with the pandemic issue. They're at home with their wives or, or whoever they're living with and- they're not getting out as much, you know, not going out to eat. They're not going out to bars. They're not going out to the movies. So they're pent up inside. And, you know, I see it at home when, when like, yesterday snowstorm, too, too much time around the wife. I, I got to get the <laughs> hell out of here. I couldn't wait to come today. <laughs> so you leave, the, you leave the house and you're already in a bad mood yeah. because you, you, all your outlets have been taken away from you and it just spills over. Into the place that you are going away from, right? You're, you're the guy bringing it in there. So hopefully, it's just a, a because I've never seen it like this mm-hmm. ever. Something that it's I noticeable started doing when I bought the house here in Salem is little acts of kindness for my neighbors. Front end loading the niceness. I'm the yeah. new guy in the neighborhood, so helping shovel a walkway, helping rake some leaves, helping take the trash out, but. Throwing you some know, salt down when they need it. You're just postponing the inevitable. Well, they're going to hate me. Oh, I right. understand that. I do understand <laughs> yeah. that. Okay. But what what it does is it helps me to start my day in a positive frame of mind. I know that I did something nice for somebody, and I can't help but be nice to the rest of the people that I see for the rest of the day. I wonder, are they leaving and saying, "Okay, I'm going to go piss somebody off right now"? I don't think that's. Yeah. I don't think that's it's, what's it's happening. It's the going postal mentality. You're just snapping and. Like I said, there's less places to go, so you're going to snap wherever you're at, and they're snapping here. because the littlest, stupidest thing. Yeah. A cigar is therapy, right? It, yeah. y- you feel better after a cigar, but sometimes you need to let it all out, but a lot of them are letting it out during the, down the wrong avenue. And I talked to one person, and I told him his, his actions are contagious, that you are starting this. You're right, you're right, you're right. I go, and worst of all is it's contagious because there's somebody that's a nice guy that never acts like this, that's acting like this because he thinks it's okay. We're, we're talking about people that aren't children. We're talking about people in their 60s that are, my God, what the hell are you doing? I, I had to, uh, 
somebody complained. We, we were doing the big two 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 sale, which was yeah pretty successful, I thought. And I mathematically figured out how many chairs I could get away with in the lounge. I didn't want to take it all away, yeah. but so I went out of my way to make sure that the guys I knew were going to show up to have a seat would have a seat. So, so the people understand, you know. The cigar lounge we have in our cigar shop is just that. It's an area for people to sit. It's not our store. We have a retail store, and then we have an area put off the side for people to have a cigar, and we want them to have a cigar end up doing Certainly. it. But we're a, we're a high-volume cigar store, and that's what we do. We only have 36 spots in the whole parking lot thanks to yeah. the town of Salem right. and the state of New Hampshire shortening and, and condensing it, yeah. our parking and it's, lot. It's a big space for so few parking spots right and, and there's there's also the issue of the snow banks piling up and yeah. that taking yeah. away spots and there's a telephone pole that's taken another spot that so they, that they just install giant yeah, yeah. that they install so when there's a people, high volume day and the consumer doesn't understand that the guy sitting there where all the shit goes on all he knows is i want to go in there and have a seat now this is very interesting where you're going to go with this so we during a big sale event or something, we're looking for every spot we can have within our retail store and in the parking lot. So some seating is removed so we have more space for people to stand, uh, for lines that would possibly happen and things like that. So Jonathan says, okay, I got the seats. I see some seats here and the rest were left there. And a guy comes in early and grabs a seat and there's more seats that are left too. And then he complains that there's like, not enough seats to look at. I'm like, he's just sitting in a seat. Do you do you have a seat? Yeah. Are there still empty seats? Yes. Well, I, I honestly, I thought I was going to get a thank you that you had a seat, not get complained that you don't get to look at the empty chairs that are here. And there wasn't one person all day long that didn't have a seat. For uh, someone stood for thirty seconds while the guy had been done his cigar he finished what he was saying to somebody he was like here take my spot yeah there was there was no lack of seating for the day it was fine but there's just no there's no need to bring it up because every decision that gets made is checked and rechecked and thought about and rethought about for weeks it's not just oh i think today i'm gonna do this dwelling on issues one guy comes there he's talking he's upset that uh, he bought a box of cigars before, and he had to come in. And, and our, our um, three deals we have here, the three, um, three rules. rules of the cigar lounges, buy a cigar, clean up after yourself, and have a good time. So that's it. And he says, I want to talk to you about rule number one. <laughs> I bought cigars last week, last month, or whatever, and I'm... And I have to come in here and I buy a cigar. And I go, yeah, you do. It's much like if you bought a pizza at the pizzeria and you said, I got three slices left. Can you box them up for me? And tomorrow you show up with the box and you put it down. You bought the pizza there. Well, I think it's different. I go, those are the three simple rules of what it is. Buy a cigar. And he says, well, I got a problem again that, you know, I buy my cigars by the box. I said, oh, so you can save some money and you buy by the box. He said, yeah. Well, now I have to come in and buy a single cigar, and I'm paying extra. And he goes on and on, and we're talking for five, ten minutes on this. And I said, what's the cigar you're talking about? And he says what the cigar is, and I walk him over to it. And I do the math in front of him, and the, the answer was 35 cents. And I said, 
Are we having this conversation? It's, we're 20 minutes into this so far, <laughs> and you've been dwelling on it for three days. We're talking about 35 cents. Is is this really the issue that we have here? Is it this is all about thirty five cents? Is that what it is? Because I'll give you a few bucks and shut you up for the week, maybe. <laughs> is it thirty five cents? And he goes, "Wow, when you put it that way." I go, "Are we done with this?" And he said, "Yeah, we're done." I said, "Okay." So that's the most that- surprising argument to me about the cigar industry, and it's been there since the first day I've been involved. That people think it's okay not to buy a cigar. But take up a space, enjoying the warmth that the yeah. shop is creating, the TV, Wi-Fi. the Wi-Fi, yeah. not taking it into any consideration the amount that's being spent to have their time there. Pay your rent with a cigar. I did the math a long time ago. When I turn the, the lock on the door in the morning, what does that cost me to turn that lock? The answer is $2,000. So the clock starts ticking, and I know you know the average store does about a thousand dollars a year, a, a day on average. So three hundred thousand, three hundred sixty thousand dollars a year is the sales in an average store. Until you get a place that that's eight thousand square feet yeah. and has um, you know twenty employees, and you start getting into multi multiple floors uh, and all the expenses that go along with it. It's a couple of thousand dollars. You got yourself your six dollar cigar, and you're sitting there, and you think you bought the place. Let me tell you, buddy, <laughs> it's it, it, it's nothing. It's a big loss. And when you crack the window open while it's seven degrees out because <laughs> the ventilation isn't going quite as good as you wish it could do it, you're a loss. And and it sounds terrible, and I'm saying it. You you know me. I'm always for the consumer. Of I course. love the customer. They're the only reason why I came to to work. But listening to this, I get it. I get what Barry was was <laughs> bothered by so much during COVID of people yelling at you. Yeah. Here it is. It's it's after COVID. It's two years later, and I'm witnessing this is happening. What the hell is going on? The uh, a very similar conversation to what you had with that gentleman. I had and this guy i had gone so far for as to stop selling the singles yes of his cigar so that other people weren't buying it because he was so bothered that i didn't have boxes because i just couldn't get boxes yeah so i i halted the sales on that product just for him and he is the guy now who has to buy a single cigar and he goes well i want to buy a single of what i smoke i'm like dude I told you when I pulled the singles to slow the sales down for it was only for him yeah. that I pulled the singles for. No good for. deed goes unpunished. Oh, oh it was yeah. so rough. And honestly, what I should have just done is popped open the box. It would have cost him in the long run as far as the cigars. Cents extra? No, the cigars would have run out faster, which yeah. is what he didn't want to have happen, which is why I did what I did. I should have just, you want, it, you want a, a, one of those singles and I'll just pop the box open for you. Here it is. And, and Barry, I heard at another store, I'm over there this week because we're shorthanded and yes, I had to work. I heard about and that. Then I, and then I hear customers saying little things over there too. And I'm like, wow, okay. So it's not just here. No, everybody's angry. Wow. Listen, life, life is good. <laughs> Actually, put the news on and see what's going on in other places. <laughs> it's pretty freaking good 
Uh, you didn't have to make any Molotov cocktails today, so consider no, that a win. No, you didn't. The condo place I have, you know, they hire a snow removal company. I made sure yesterday to crack the door and tell the guy that was shoveling, thank you, you want coffee, hot chocolate, anything, because I know nobody else in here said thank you, and he yeah. goes, nobody did, and it meant a lot to me. Yeah, yeah. But go out of the way to be just a little bit nicer. Have some strength and character. It's time for the strength and character segment. That was too good. <laughs> I have to say something. By Camacho Cigars. Camacho Cigars, the icon of uncompromised values. There are six pillars of character. We went through citizenship, caring, fairness, responsibility. We have trustworthy and respect left. We're on trustworthy, and I think this is a good one. It does. Do you have the courage? Courage. That's right, the cowardly lion, right? Yeah. What does it take to run a cigar store? Courage. <laughs> you have the courage to do the right thing. I, I'm, first of all, disturbed that the two of you are on the same wavelength. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're well synced up today. There we go. The courage to do the right thing. You saw the guy in Croatia, the guys on the island. Yeah. That guy is a hero. Man, they... they Call into him and they say, We surrender. are the Russian army. Surrender, put your weapons down. Fuck you. And they blew him up. Yep. Then I saw a story. Holy shit, that takes courage to a different story. level. They, they're going to kill him anyway. Yeah. Saw a story this morning about a couple that were going to get married in May, but they decided to get married yesterday. Then they grab their guns and they're ready to fight. Yeah, even the president of our country is taking He's up a gun. The U.S. offered yeah. to uh, get him out of the country, and he goes, nope, I'm staying Stay and fighting. Here. Some of them have wooden guns. <laughs> <laughs> they're not, what's up with the wooden gun? It's not a gun. Well, you make a Molotov cocktail and hope for the yeah. best. But somebody made those wooden guns to say, <laughs> so it looks good. I don't understand what that is. It's no, all sure. about intimidation. It, really? Yeah, you, don't, you just don't want to look like you're a wuss. You, so you have a gun. Gave, it doesn't a shoot anything. It's actually called a stick at that point, right? <laughs> well, while you're waiting for the war to start, you can play fetch with the dog. Who isn't on their side, right? Croatia. When two football teams are playing, you got people voting on both. Everybody's on Croatia's side, including the Russians. They're on Croatia's side. Yeah, too. 1,700 Russian citizens were arrested yeah. protesting it. Yeah. Yeah. So talk about courage. Uh, so do you have courage? Or is that the right terminology here? Yeah, that's the right terminology. Yeah. Stand up for what you believe yeah. in to have the courage, courage to do so to do, 100%. To do the right thing, no matter what. So the right thing is to, there's a customer angry at you, and he's wrong, and I could lose the customer, but I get you back. Yeah. Right? Every time? Every time. Every time. So do the courage and the right thing. Both of them have to go together. The courage to do the right thing, not the courage to do the wrong thing. It doesn't take courage to do the wrong thing. That's usually the easy way. Right, out. right. Courage to do the wrong, the right thing. So uh, that is that. So uh, what else do we have to say on these um customer service? Customer service is terrible. It has been terrible mm -hmm. for years. And it got worse, but it didn't get worse because customer service is getting worse. It's there's only one person working right now. You, you, you pull up into a Dunkin' Donuts, you try going inside the door, it's locked. Locked. <laughs> Drive through only because they're just out one of people, person, right? Yeah. There's one person, and that's it. And they showed up for work. Don't be mad at them. 
Actually, throw a buck in the in the tip jar, and and somebody else may may want to end up working that yeah. day too. One of the Dunkin' Donuts I go to just did a big renovation a few months ago, and the poor woman who's always by herself said, "Yeah, it's worse now. They set it up for a two person team, oh, so now God. I got to run down to the other end to make stuff." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's tough. What's going on? And uh, this too shall pass. <laughs> I. As much as I hate the airlines and see the bullshit that oh, yeah. um, you know they put me through, it's terrible. Each airline is worse than the other. Then you watch the videos of the people on the plane starting shit with them. Yeah, you've never been taped to a seat, right? No, 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 no. never had to be. <laughs> never had. I shut my mouth and, and that's it. Don't like it and, and stop going in the future. If, if you if, if you, you don't, don't like it, it don't go. But, you know, I, I gave up on American Airlines when they when they screwed me over, and then I got screwed over by five more airlines. So <laughs> bring it on. I don't care. I, I got to fly, right? You got to fly. fly. Got to fly. So that is it. That is it for the after show. Uh, next week, uh, Barry is not going to be here. So we'll be going to celebrate, and we're going <laughs> to talk behind his back because the subject is perfect. Is there sexism in the cigar industry? Is this a cigar world? Is the cigar world a man's world? It, I'm going to put my on the record. It was, but it slowly is not becoming a multi-gendered uh, world. World. Okay. So we're talking the cigar world and sexism in cigars and other things, too, on the Cigar Authority on Saturday. Catch you next time. Stick the lid end in your mouth. You might like it. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.